The Live with Squacky podcast is sponsored in part by Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver and Antland Productions. A few years ago, before COVID, my friend and voiceover coach Everett Oliver was in Maryland visiting family. Since there's a pretty big network of voiceover people in the Virginia, Maryland, D.C. area, we organized a brunch meetup. It was a great event, and we took over a good portion of that restaurant. While I was chatting with everyone in rotation around the table, I had the opportunity to meet Sydney Allen. We had the best chat about sketch comedy, voiceover work, and life in general. We talked about how we should collab on a future project, and overall, it was a great conversation. Life in general and COVID got in the way of us ever working together on a project, but we've kept in touch over the years anyway. Recently, Sydney booked a role in the Adam Sandler film, Hustle. I was so excited to see that he's doing great things in his acting career, and I just knew it was the right time to ask him to be a guest on my show. And here we are. Hi, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Live with Squacky. I'm your host, Val Kelly, otherwise known as Squacky Voice. Sydney Allen is my special guest today, so let's dive right into this. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today, Sydney. Thank you so much for having me, Val. Of course. Good to see you. So Good to long. see you too, yeah. Can you start out by telling us how and why you got into acting? As far back as I can go, I've always been a funny guy among my peers, but it wasn't until adults started telling me, like, hey man, you really got a shot at this if you were to really pursue this. Actually, one of my teachers, not even a theater arts teacher, my Spanish teacher, really like sat me down because I was all, I was a little wild kid. She sat <laughs> me down and said, if you really applied yourself with your humor, you could be on TV or, or easily one day, but you really got to put 100%, but you are funny. So I was a kid. I didn't pay no mind, but I was always told that. So I just kind of ran with it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's such a good start. I mean, I think it's one of those things with acting where a lot of it is natural ability, right? Some of the best actors just have that natural ability. And we'll talk about some of the comedy stuff in a little bit. But that's so cool that you knew from a young age that it was something that you had a natural ability for and a talent. That's awesome. Adam Sandler is one of my favorite actors, directors, producers in the film industry. Can you tell us what it was like to work with him on the film Hustle? A giant high school party. We just kept on sparring with each other theatrically. We just, it was, it was a hell of a match, but uh, there's not enough words to describe that. It was like going to an amusement park. I still haven't came down from it. And we did that a year ago. That entire scene was improv and we really danced, all four of us. That is so cool. It's such an exciting feeling to see one of your peers make it. Adam Sandler, that's crazy, right? Like that's what every actor aspires to do is like be in, you know, if you're a comedian at all, he's at the top of the tier, right? So that's epic, man. That's amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. Well, you've been pretty public about your health journey and about getting in great shape and you look fantastic. And I was wondering if you could share some of your secrets to success with us. Well, three years ago, I uh, had a bypass. Long before that, I was always into lifting. I've always lifted weights. Again, that bypass is not a solution. It's just a tool. So I've been maintaining. And through that, just simple discipline, hydration, and rest. I treat sleep like currency. If I could, I'd go nap right now. 
Um, <laughs> and even as we speak, I'm always never too far from some water, you know? Yeah. Always stay hydrated with water, not zero Gatorade or carbonated seltzer water flavored or whatever. Plain water, which is in right. our body. Hydration, rest, and moderation on the diet. Those are all really good tips. That's awesome. What are some goals that you have for yourself to accomplish over the next few months? A TV contract would be great. I'm long overdue for a sitcom. That's how I feel. Yeah. Um, or I want what I just finished with on Netflix. I want something bigger now. I got an appetite for it. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Speaking it into existence is one of those things that is definitely going to make it happen. And so I can totally see that happening. Yeah. In the next few months, I'm sure something great is going to happen. I spoke a lot of things into existence. I did not exactly speak what happened on Hustle into existence. That was a bonus from God. But yeah, I spoke a lot of things, but I didn't anticipate that. And I definitely didn't anticipate the feedback. I did not anticipate any of that. That was unexpected, 100%. Yeah, that's amazing. How did that even happen? What were the steps leading up to getting that part? Well, you know, after the pandemic, auditions became self-tapes. And I had a self-tape audition for that movie. They didn't give me all the details. They just said they're going to be in this major production in Philadelphia. And that your scene will be relying on improv. Here it is. You're going to do it. And then submit back to us. And I submitted. I did my job. And I got called. I'm like, yeah, you got to go to wardrobe. You've been selected. But when I got the script and I saw who my character was and who I was working with, when I went to wardrobe, I said, hey, who's this? I see my scene and I know these names, but who's this guy? Oh, that's Adam Sandler. You'll be working with him. In my mind, I'm jumping. I done hit a hole in one <laughs> shot in the PGA Tour. <laughs> in my mind, there's a party going on. But in the reality, I was just like, oh, okay, cool. As I was getting fitted, I just I kept everything cool. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's... I said, damn. Yeah, that's a jump right there. Wow. I don't know if I could have held it together like that. That's kind of epic, right? That's pretty cool. I didn't say nothing on social media. I just kept it. (laughs) You're like, okay, great. I'm working with Adam Sandler. No big deal. It's fine. He's just a regular Joe. I don't know. It's on my page, but you saw at the after party, everyone's in suits and dresses. And this guy's dressed like he's at a soccer game. (laughs) He looked like a soccer dad. He was in total soccer dad attire. I'm like, I can do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Okay. So... Obviously, Hustle is your most recent work that you've put out there as far as big films go. But what else have you worked on that you'd like to share with our listeners? I've worked on documentaries, the ones on Discovery Plus and TV One. Before that, Free 2, that was my last background job. And you do see me. I have a movie on Tubi as well. It was a top 10 on Amazon at one point. It was a horror movie. And uh, I'm proud to say I'm the black guy who didn't get killed first. Very proud to say (laughs) that. (laughs) that's great (laughs) well you have such great comedic timing and that's a tough skill to acquire do you have any tips for actors who need help with this skill (laughs) i worked in customer service a good portion of my life so i was able to just in everyday situations talking to people hone my skill and mess around with them plus i worked in the mall cellular retail so i did most of the talking i'm doing all the educating on customers on telecommunication devices and stuff like that. So I had to ground the talk. I will just throw a little humor here and there. Got me in trouble, but it always got to laugh. That's cool. So it's, it's kind of just something that comes naturally to you then, yeah? It comes natural, but practice makes perfect. So working all those years, 
around people, all I did was talk. Kind of just went hand in hand. Yeah, that makes sense. I can give an example, like uh, something over the top. I had a lady walk in my store one time. You know, I'm in the cell phone store. She said, oh, my God, hi, uh, hello, I need help. And I just said, without missing a beat, well, man, I'm glad you could admit that. That's the first step to recovery. But we just sell <laughs> phones here. And see, something like that, just <laughs> she just exploded laughing out the window. Stuff like that, you know? You know <laughs> That's great. Kind of yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Are you a coffee drinker? Coffee, like it's a lifestyle, like I'm one of them Starbucks people. No, but I mean, if it's so, I drink them on set, but I mean, I'm not one of those people. Oh my God, don't talk to me until I have my coffee. I don't have my <laughs> coffee face. No, leave me alone. I'm, no, I don't do all that. I, I ain't doing that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And do you have a favorite travel destination? Currently it's Florida. Tampa to be exact. I love it down there. My family has a restaurant in Orlando and I'm looking to set up shop down there too. Yeah, And I'm um, just looking at how cheap the land is. Got a lot of business opportunities. And it's just beautiful. And the weather's nice and there's a lot to do. And yeah, it gets, and there's and some good acting opportunities too, probably. Yes. Especially in Miami too. Yes. Big time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good deal. That's exciting. That should be a fun move if you make that move at some point. Well, I would bounce back and I still like the winter. I enjoy the snow. Yeah. Well, I don't want to ditch it entirely. Right. So I'll just ping, 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 you know. Sometimes yeah. I'm in Maryland, sometimes I'm in Florida. That <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. yeah. And what else do you like to do apart from acting? Well, I also do real estate. And one thing I came across with a lot of actors and entertainers that are high profile, they also have one of their passive wealth income streams is real estate. There's a visual novel I'm reading called Cause of Death. I'm working on trying to get that novel and convert it into a series, making myself the lead, of course, the detective for the series. Very original, very good book. That's what I'm currently doing right now, working on. So you're going to produce that yourself then? I got to get the rights first, but that's yeah. the plan. I feel like now is the time to really, as an actor, kind of get yourself out there and be producing your own work right creating your own content obviously for like social media but also just there's so much stuff you can produce yourself without it having to cost a lot of money and to have to get the support of other people and everything like that financially there's so much you can do right just to get noticed and do you feel like you did any of that to help you get to the point where you were doing those bigger auditions or was it just putting the time in and getting the experience I'm going to say my experience got me those auditions. The industry doesn't really care about social media. That's what I learned from my agent. Mm -hmm. Those are two worlds that just don't really meet because I have a decent following on my social media page. And my agent said, we can care less. That's about as useful as toilet paper to us. All we care about is you getting the auditions and landing the roles. We don't care about your social media is tied to your personal life. We don't care about that. Just show up to work. Okay. That's interesting to know. I've heard two different thoughts on that, you know, from the casting side of it, I've heard if it's a question of actor A or actor B, it always comes down to like, who's the more talented actor, right? Like, that's the main thing. But sometimes in casting, if I'm looking at casting people for my voiceover conference, which is kind of a different scene, you know what I mean? Like you're bringing in guest speakers and things like that guest speaker A versus guest speaker B, and this one has 10,000 followers, and this one has 25. Yes. The large following does mean free marketing. Yes. But 
for the larger agencies, from what I've been told, they don't care. You're absolutely right, though. Large following means free marketing. Right. Good marketing. I feel like it hasn't worked in my favor as far as auditions. Has it worked for me in other situations? Absolutely, but not for auditions. There are some people that are like super into it and they're all over social media all the time and that's their thing, you know, and then there's other actors I've met who are just not into it at all and they don't have a big following and they don't care. And it's like, I'm doing this based on my talent. Of course, that's what you should be doing, basing it on your talent and your experience. But I guess I'm kind of in the middle. I kind of feel like it balances out. It doesn't hurt to have a good social media following, but if it's just not your thing, then that's okay too. I'm from a different generation of acting. My first time acting, or just even getting myself out there, was submitting an 8 by 10 copy of my black and white headshot. And I didn't even have a resume. Just submitting an 8 by 10 headshot to a casting agency in hopes of getting called to come on the wire. And I did, twice. It wasn't even Facebook at the time when I first started acting. Yeah. I'm old. (laughs) I just told you all my age. Nobody's safe. (laughs) It depends on what you're trying to get into. I think obviously back in the day when I was like auditioning for plays and stuff, I remember it was that type of scenario where you had to bring your headshot. And if you didn't have a headshot, they would take like a Polaroid of you. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been to a couple of auditions. You have a comp card, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't have a headshot. Just take a Polaroid. It's fine. I remember being at this one audition. This is funny. I went to this one audition for like a play. I had one line. It was literally, it's had its ups and downs. That was my whole audition. I had four seconds to prove myself. And the person who was, yeah, it was super fast. The person who was doing the audition, who was directing the play happened to be somebody who I went to high school with that didn't like me. And so like when I got done with my audition, this is like my worst case scenario of an audition, right? I'm on stage with everybody else. Um. Okay, uh, Valerie, you can go and everyone else, you can stay. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, it was so humiliating. You've got to be kidding me. This is the worst. Like, it was so. They funny. lost the most time to peace. It was their loss, Val. It was their, their loss. loss. Yeah, Absolutely. it's just so funny, though, because, you know, it was one of those scenarios where you go in, you try to find out as much as you can about what am I auditioning for? You know what I mean? And I did my research and everything, and I couldn't find out that much. So I was just, whatever, I'm going to go in and just do this. But I didn't have a headshot or anything at the time. I was super young. So I went in, and they took Polaroid. And I'm there with, like, all these actors that had, like, the 8 by 10 and the resume on the back. And it's all professional. And I'm like, here's my Polaroid. (laughs) And it was good because I learned a lot from it. You know, it was okay. Well, even when you only have one line to audition with, it has to be amazing because they're basing it on... Not only your one line, but they're basing it, especially on stage, they're basing it on what's your reaction to everybody else, what everyone else is doing. You can't just stand there, right? And so, like, that was a huge lesson for me was just that, obviously, acting is reacting. So, if they're looking at you and you're just standing there and you're like, oh, here's my one line, why are we keeping you? You know what I mean? So, yeah. What's something unique about you that your fans might be interested to know? I have a huge affinity for animals. I break for squirrels. I love all animals. Squirrels in particular or just like? All animals. I mean, I'm not saying if I see a deer for it. Maybe I should get a bumper sticker that says, I break for nature. (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) I'm a huge nerd for for weather. I still have yet to see a tornado in my lifetime. I really wanted to see one before I was 30. Now I hope I can see one before I'm 40. I used to be into storm chasing and all that stuff. 
So oh, wow. I, well, the storm chasing videos. I was too scared. I would go outside as a kid to watch the lightning, but as soon as I heard the first thunder, boom, I'm running back inside the house. So That's great. <laughs> well, if you could spend the day with a celebrity, I mean, besides Adam Sandler, who would it be and why? And what would you talk about? Nah, I guess the only, it'd be Jim Carrey. I did a fantastic job imitating him as a kid, living color, <laughs> fire marshal girl. Let me tell you something. If you've seen his interviews over the past like 15 years, he's like an enlightened individual. And he's at a point now where money is not a factor in his life. I mean, he has plenty of it. So he's comfortable, but still, it doesn't seem like he's working for money now. It seems like he's doing it as a responsibility for his fans. I feel like he's a very in touch kind of person. And I would love yeah. to uh, sit down with him. I would love to know the failures he had to experience so I can learn to go the opposite direction because, you, you know, you can learn a lot from other people's misfortunes. Just to sit down with him for a day, that would be probably greater than any role I'll ever experience on set. Yeah, that sounds really cool. He would be very interesting to talk to, I think. When I took my kids to see Signs the Hedgehog 2, I felt myself laughing at him harder than the kids. Something about him in that movie reminded me of how he used to be an Asian tour. Just, he was just real... He's a long distance liar. Key, key, key. This is only he can do that kind of stuff. I'm sorry. Well, what's next for you? Do you have any big projects in the works that you're allowed to talk about? Not that I'm allowed to talk about, you know, the NDAs and all that stuff. But I will say, keep your subscriptions active. You will see me again for more than 10 seconds. You will be impressed. I promise. There's some things in the works right now. This exposure um, is still causing ripples. It hasn't came back to me yet, but just stay tuned. I would just appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Would you say that social media has helped your acting career at all? And if so, how? It's helped in certain areas. And where it's helped me out at is people being tuned in because of my following. Oh, you have 2,000 followers. You want to see something serious. And then they see funny videos I do. I did a lot of skits. In my downtime, if there was no film to be done, I would do skits with certain people with bigger social media handles to garner more attention. That helped me. And then when I got everybody gathered in on my end, I came and saw Netflix and they're like, oh, wow, this guy is more than skits. Whoa. Now we're really paying attention. So I would say in that sense, it helped me. Has it uh, helped me lend a big contract? Not yet. All it takes is one role to give you the attention that you need and put that kind of spotlight on you. So I think this is really going to open a lot of doors for you. So that's really cool. It's only been two weeks, but you're right. This movie is breaking records for him. And he's 30 years in the game and he's making records with this movie. Such a blessing to be attached to it. But yes, you're absolutely right. There is going to be something to come from this role right here. Plus, not to mention, I was fortunate enough to go to the premiere and see Adam himself. And even though I had did my scene, I had no idea if I had made the cut or not. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Yeah. But for him himself, Adam, to see me and say, hey, you're, you're funny in this. He threw me off with that one. So, And sure enough, when my scene came on, I'm in the audience with celebrities himself. And I bring the house down with my scene. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, he was right. He confirmed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a great movie. I have to say, it's really, initially I saw it and I thought, this was before I knew that you were in it. I saw the ad for it and I was like, oh, that looks good. And I I like basketball. And I was like, okay, I need to watch this. I love Adam Sandler. And then when I hopped on Instagram and saw you were in it, I was like, oh my gosh, now I really have to watch. And then I was so excited. And then just watching it, it's just such a great film. 
And I'm not just saying that, like, you know how sometimes you watch stuff and you're like, oh yeah, it's great. You know, whatever. It really is. It's a very well-written film. The acting is absolutely fantastic from every single person that's in it. Your scene is hilarious. Thank you. you know, there's just so many good things to say about it. So I really do think oh, it's going it, to be an explosion for you. It came out at the right time, too. You know, we just finished the pandemic. We got a war situation going on, a lot of inflation. It's a feel-good movie for all yeah. audiences from age 8 to 80. Anybody can tune in and enjoy this film. And it had a good subliminal message. You have to respect what's in front of you now and not worry about the past. But that's another story. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the movie. No, but that's a really good lesson to learn from it because I do think a lot of people have trouble. They get so stuck in the past and past mistakes and they kind of live there and get stuck there. And it's not about living in the past or the future. It's about living right now in the present. And I think once you grasp that sort of mentality and just being grateful for the things that you have, I found for me that writing down every single day, what am I grateful for, right? And what am I speaking into existence? And obviously just working my ass off too. That's 100% a hundred percent a big part of it as well. But especially the things, that last part. Yeah, all of those things combined are what help people to be successful. So I think that's that really is a great lesson to learn from that from that movie. All of it, working hard is gonna get you to where you want to be and never giving up. I like what you said at the end, though, when you um, you said, I'm going to give you one last piece of advice. They can't kill you if you're already dead. (laughs) He went for the gusto in this movie. He really did. And then for the humor that was delivered in that movie, because it was more dramatic, but for the humor that was delivered, each humorous line was spot on 100% funny. It was no, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. It was funny. Every funny part in 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 that audience they were eating it up, laughing yeah. hard to it. I'm like, okay, All right, he, he did this right. Can you tell our listeners your social media handles so they can connect with you if they choose? Oh, you can find me on Instagram as actor Sydney Allen or on Twitter as Alan Sid. I need to get that Twitter fixed. It's been old. <laughs> <But Gotcha. laughs> my Instagram, you can um, actor Sydney Allen. It's S I D N E Y. That's why it's feminine. Yeah, I can keep telling people that. <laughs> Got it. Well, that's awesome. I'll put that in the show notes so everyone can hop on social media and follow your next steps of what you do. And thanks so much for being on the show with me today, Sydney. It was so great Thank you for having watching me. I your success. It. And I wish you tons of continued success in your acting career and everything you do. We're going to do a cartoon together in the voiceover. You'll see. It's coming. Yeah. For sure. We're going to both be on The Simpsons and just guest stars. It's going to happen. <laughs> 100%. <Yeah>. Live <laughs> with Wacky was mixed and mastered by everybody's favorite voiceover tech, Uncle Roy Ogleson of Antland Productions. Live with Wacky is sponsored in part by Mid-Atlantic Voiceover LLC and Antland Productions. Hey guys, the Mavo 2022 Get Inspired VoiceOver Conference is coming up on November 11th through 13th in Herndon, Virginia at the Westin Dulles Hotel. Our keynote speaker is Mark Grau this year, and I'm so excited. I'd love for you guys to be there. Go check out all the details and register today at www.minatlanticvo.com. I'd love to see you all there. Quack, quack.